Hello and welcome to the September 19th, 2021 edition of the Little Zion Baptist Church podcast. Today's message is entitled, Who Sinned? The message will come from John chapter 9. I just want to remind everyone before we get into the message that September is the Reuben L. South Missouri Missions Offering. This is an offering for state missions, and it is a love offering, so we ask that you give a little extra to help support those who uh, are involved in missions throughout the state of Missouri and with our partnership missionaries as well. If you're interested in giving to the Reuben L. South Missouri Missions Offering, please go to mobaptist.org MMO. And now, Pastor Robert Medley on the Little Zion Baptist Church Podcast. Who sinned? John, the ninth chapter. Who sinned? Romans 3, 23, for all has sinned and come short of the glory of God. I want us to see a passage of scripture this morning, several scriptures in chapter 9 of John. And it starts as, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin? This man or his parents that he was born blind. Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of the God works of God shall be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me, while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said these words, he spat on the ground, made, a, made clay of spittle, and, and he anointed his eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said, go, said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam. He went his way, therefore, and washed, and came out seeing. The first verse that we read there was it says, as, and as Jesus passed by. We look at that verse there and we see in the Bible the miracles that he performed and this would be another miracle. But the miracles he performed, they had sent for him or they had asked him to come and there's places that he didn't, but he passed by this place and he saw this person. This man, this young man, as we get on into the scripture here just a little later, that was blind. But the second verse says, And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? We as parents, I have been times in life that wondering, and I don't mean it as a sinful way maybe, but we look and we think, and I, I, I think there's people, and you probably yourself, when our children or when something has happened in our home that was, it's unpleasant or there's this kind of a crisis that come. And we've been a Christian for several years. Many years of us have served the Lord. But there come that time in life that <clears throat> something might have happened, and we might want to say to ourselves, but God can always hear us, and He, he knows our thoughts, but he, he, we might want to say, well, wonder where I went wrong. 
wonder what happened, wonder what caused this to happen. That is the human nature in the sight of us when one of our kids fails in the way that we feel like that they shouldn't go or things may have happened again in our home. And, and the question, I know my wife has used that, used that phrase a lot, where did I go wrong? What have we done wrong? And as we look at this today, I know we're looking at two different things. You can't compare apples to oranges. But what I'm saying then, this man was born blind, and the disciples seen, and they asked the question, who sinned? And that doesn't necessarily mean, and it explains it there, that neither did he nor his parents sin. He was born that way, and he has been that way since life. He, since, life was, since he was born and life came into his body. But friends, we sometimes, I sometimes wonder, you know, in, 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 uh, in life, uh, Lord, did I do something wrong? Or Lord, have I messed up in life? You know, that things like this happen. And I'm not saying that on a downward note. I'm just saying, well, I guess maybe it is on a downward note, but just saying, Lord, did I mess up? But aren't we serving a God that is forgetful, that forgives us uh, and gives us that opportunity to make things right again? I know that this is not where it's going with these scriptures because it was talking about, the scriptures was talking about he had a work to do. And he had to work to show that his father sent him this way, no doubt, and gave him this opportunity, you know, to, 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 to do this. And that first verse was that he saw, he saw, he wasn't sent for, he saw this man in need. Why couldn't he have said, eyes be open? He could have. Why couldn't he have said, I now... Uh, I now give you complete deliverance. He could have. But he had a way that he wanted him to do this. And he made the clay put to his eyes. Then this young man had to do something else. It's not just, okay, I'll go back in the house, I can see. But he, he gave him directions. He gave him instructions on what to do, to go wash. And he did, and he came out. What would have happened had he not obeyed? What would have happened if he had not went to the pool to wash his eyes because Jesus asked him to do this. This was part of his healing, no doubt, but he was touched and he came out seeing. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Do we stop there? Do we stop and think about how wonderful God has been to us? And I know you do. I, I, I try to think of this daily, just how great God is. Uh, someone told me just this week, uh, just Friday, I believe it says, have you ever tried to figure out just how great God is? And I said, there's no way to figure that to me because just, we, there's just, it's just beyond figure for me. I just, can't, I just can't imagine. You know, he just keeps blessing and he keeps blessing and he talks to everybody throughout the day and he gives, and there's millions of people uh, that, that, that talks to him daily and hourly moments. Uh, there's just no way that you can compare of how great he is. And I didn't mean to leave him this person, and he understood that. But he said, since God came into his life, uh, I've just sat around and thought how great God is. And, and, and he said, and how true that is, how great he is. He is a great God. He saved you and I from a world of sin. He brought us up when we were down. He touches our body when we feel bad. He gives us, he gives us a, a happiness uh, uh, when we need it. Uh, and he blesses us in the ways 
that we need to be blessed. Praise God. We don't have to go down through a figure of, uh, of list and say, well, you need to bless me for this, this, and this. He's got a way of doing it. He's a big God. He takes care of every need. But let's see what the people thought about this young man and about what Jesus done. Verse 8 says, The neighbors, therefore, and they that were before had seen him that he was blind, said, Is that not, the, is that not he that said and begged? Some said, this is he. Others said, he, he is like him, but he said, I am him. When you get older in life, things look different. You look like somebody that I know. I've seen you somewhere. <laughs> But the neighbors, and, and, and they, knew that this, they knew that he was blind from birth. The neighbors was looking upon this, and they said, Huh, ain't that the guy that, they may not use Dan, I don't know what kind of English they had back then, but ain't that the guy that was blind? Well, he looks like him. He looks like that could be who it is. Ain't that the guy that was begging? And I don't say that to be, to be ugly, but isn't that the guy that sat and begged? Well, it kind of looks like him. I believe it is. Have you ever done that? Not, not looking at a blind person, but have you ever sat and kind of, is that who I think that is? And been, been uh, uh, deceived maybe? I might have told you this story, but I was in Walmart back some time back before COVID came, and I was in Walmart, and this lady was standing with her back to me. I knew this lady. Oh, yeah, I knew who she was. I had seen her hundreds of times. So I just woke up and pat her on the shoulder and said, how are you today? She turned and looked. It wasn't the lady I thought it was. <laughs> I said immediately, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. I, you're not who I thought you were. She said, that's all right, honey. I'll take a hug from anybody at any time. <laughs> that was kind of relieving there, you know. Whew. But that's, uh, you know, I, I, I done that. My wife says, quit doing that. She wasn't with me, but I did tell her the story. But I knew this woman. I mean, from the back appearance, I knew her. I mean, I have seen her many, many times wrong. I guess God made two of them because she really resembled who I thought it was. And I, I, but anyway, we had a good laugh out of it, and I wasn't too bad off when she said she would take another hug. And I don't know if that meant she wanted another one or not, but I'm... I didn't go there. But, but, but we think, and, and these people were, were, were looking as God had healed this man, as Jesus had, had touched his eyes and, and moved upon him, and he'd done as he was told, and he came out seeing, and the people were astonished whenever they said, yeah, I believe that's him. But what do you reckon they thought when he says, I am him, when they, at that last verse? I'm him. It's me. It's me. Quit worrying. It's me. Praise the Lord. Therefore, said they unto him, how was thine eyes open? How'd you get your eyes open? He answered and said, a man called, that they called Jesus made a clay and anointed my eyes and said unto me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. I went and washed and I received sight. 
Then said they unto him, Where is he? He said, I know not. He died, he left. He did not know. But he knew that this man, because the verse 11 says, and he answered and said, a man that is called Jesus. He knew that. He knew that. Do you remember the story? As I said, it passes by. Do you remember when Jesus was passing by and Zacchaeus was in a tree? He wanted to see him. He was a little short guy. He wanted to see him. And Jesus passed by and he looks up and he said, come down. That was another time that he wasn't sent for. He just passing by and seen him. This he passed by and seen this blind man was in need. This blind man never went to him and said, I'm blind. Can you do something? Can you help me? I don't think he even knew who Jesus was because he, at first, because he said a man that was called Jesus. He found him, but he, he made a clay to put on his eyes. Praise God. This day and time, people would say, that's gross, you know. But that was his way of healing and touching. This was a miracle that was happening. A miracle happened right here. Praise God. Many of them through the word. You can just keep on reading that. Verse 13, they brought to the Pharisees him that aforetime was blind. And it was the Sabbath day when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then again, the, the Sabbath also asked him how he had received his sight. He said unto them, He put clay upon my eyes, and I washed and do see. Therefore, said some of the Pharisees, This man is not of God, because he keepeth not the Sabbath day. Others said, How can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? And they were all, there was a division among them. Then said unto the blind man again, What sayest thou unto him that thou hast opened thine eyes? He said, He is a prophet. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents of him that had received his sight for just a moment. They didn't believe it, so they talked. They said, I'll just talk to his dad, mom, see if he sure enough was blind, kind of the way that I took that scripture. He said, they, did, they, they, they asked him, and then we're going to read where it says. Uh, and they asked him, saying, is your son, is this your son, whom ye say was born blind? How then do now he see? His parents answered them and said, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind. But by the means he now seeth, we know not, nor who hath opened his eyes, we know not he is of age. Ask him, he shall speak for himself. These words spake his parents because they were feared that the Jews of the Jews for, for and feared of the Jews, for the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. He agreed to that. They, 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 they didn't really answer. They said, you go ask him. Because if, uh, you know, if we believe in Christ, we're going to be put out of here. We're going to be out of the synagogue. Therefore, his, his, said his parents, 
he is of age, ask him. Then again called they the man that was blind and said him, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered and saith, Whether he be a sinner or not, I know not. One thing I know that was, whereas I was blind, now I see. Then saith them again, What did he? What did he thee, yeah, what did he to thee now open thine eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and ye did not hear. Wherefore would ye hear? And again, will ye also be the disciples? Then they, re they reviled him and said, Thou art the disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. We're going to stop there for just a moment. That last verse might not have been needed to be read. But they didn't believe him at first. They didn't want to accept, accept what was said. But that isn't, that's the kind of world we're in today. And I think that was kind of mentioned in Sunday school class to a certain extent. We, there is things that we, we, it's hard to believe. And when I say that, we as Christians more so believe. We know what God is able to do. Let me put it that way. God is able to do and God is able. But sinners cannot hardly see what is happening around. Sinners doesn't understand the things that God can do. This miracle that he performed as we was reading there in the first of, of uh, chapter 9 uh, where that, that uh, he didn't ask for this. He, he, although he would have wanted to see, but he didn't ask. But the, but the Bible says he passed by and he made him see again or let him see again. This was a miracle within itself. But what I want to say to us this morning is, is because uh, we felt that people feels like when something goes wrong, someone has sinned in that household or someone has done a wrong. But it explains right there when Jesus said, neither did he sin nor his parents. He was born that way. We're seeing today and I have trouble agreeing with some of this, a lot of this. When a thing is done wrong and it's just, they're just, it's just wrong. It's just wrong. And when the people want to say, well, they was born that way. I have a little problem believing that and I, I, I tell you why. It's because I read that everything God does is good. Everything that he does is good. Even though, as as verse three and twenty three in Romans said, for all have sinned and for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Yeah, we sin, but still, yet all things are good. God God has made all things good. Isn't that great? How sweet to hold it, it, that that song we sang. Because He lives, how sweet to hold a newborn baby when it's born. And isn't it great? Isn't it great? As I told you before, I didn't, or earlier in my life, I didn't hold one for a while, but now I got so that, that I will. But, but isn't it great that he gives us, he gives us the best of the best. And then it's up to you and I to make that choice whenever the, whenever the Spirit of the Lord begins to fall upon us and we begin to find that need of wanting and learning to serve him and giving him the praise and glory for the miracle that he's performed in our lives when he has brought us out of the miry clay and he has set our feet upon the rock and give us the determination to follow him as saints of God. Praise God. No, I have never seen the blinded eyes open. I've never seen a withered hand made whole. 
but I do not, it does not make me believe that it doesn't happen. It does not make me believe that it did happen. How do you know, Pastor? I know because the Bible said it was. And I believe our Sunday school teacher said this morning, the Bible is always right. The Bible is always right. I don't want to get off on Sunday school, but, but, but he, he brought, us, brought our attention to many, and he does every Sunday, but of many good things. There's things happening in the world that it just seems far beyond my comprehension. I can't comprehend what's happening in some places, you know, and it may be, but when the Bible says that he performed a miracle, that he opened the blinded eyes, he made the lame to walk again, I believe that with all of my heart. And I believe this story as well today. He opened the eyes of this young man. But what I was saying when I opened, it said, who sinned? And what I meant by that was what the first scripture said when the disciples said to him, who sinned, him or his parents? My friends, let me tell you, there's been many a time in your life and there's still time in your life that you're praying daily for someone, maybe your children, maybe your, your family, maybe your community. You're praying. You're still praying. And someday that prayer very well could come true before you walk this, leave this walk of life. But the prayer you pray, I know then I know that it does not go unnoticed with the Lord. It's, we pray that prayer, thy will be done. We believe that today, even though that I would like to see things when I pray happen immediately the way that I want them to happen, maybe. But does it make it bad if God finds another, if he, when, when we pray, thy will be done? It's not my place. I should not have ever get upset saying, Lord, you didn't do it the way I wanted to. You didn't do it the way I wanted it to happen. But we pray in his will, and I'll assure you that it would be the best way that it's done because it was him that brought it forth as I said this guy was blind the woman that had the issue of blood tried everything that she possibly could try in her, be in her beings but it come that time and God touched her she went to God she touched the hem. We call it the hymn. She touched the garment. This guy had no idea, prob probably. This guy had no idea. But when Jesus put the clay on his eyes, I wonder what he thought. I wonder what, wonder what went through his mind, and I'm not trying to change the word in any way. But I'm sure that this guy would love, or did love, and did see, <laughs> would love, he would do anything that was asked. But this was just something very simple. Just do what I say. That's not what the Bible said, but he said, just do what I say and you'll see. And you've seen the results. He done what he said, and he did see. He went and washed. He did see. He, the woman that touched his garment, she was healed immediately. So what can I say? Do you wonder, do I wonder whether she was a sinner or not? The Bible doesn't say at the time to where I've read it, but I'm saying that she, she loved the Lord. She believed in God. She had the faith in God. I believe so. But she, could, she believed if only, if only I could get there and touch him. What did Jesus say in return to that? And I, I'm getting off just a little bit. I didn't have those notes down. But he turned and said, who touched me? Who touched me? 
in this walk of life. Well, hey, you had such a crowd around. Who, how do we know? How do we know who touched you? But he said he felt the healing virtue leave or go out of his body at that time and give her complete deliverance. Isn't that great? Do you remember when you were in sin and you were toiling in life with everyday life and seemingly nothing was getting better, seemingly every step that you turned, turned to the worst, if you want to put it that way, but there was still something gnawing at you, gnawing at me, what I want to get to is the praise here just in a minute. But knowing at us, giving that us, giving us that uncomfortable feeling. Because that verse says all of us have sinned. But there come that time in life that we felt like, that I felt like, that I had to do something. I had to do something. I was miserable. But then there came that sweet, sweet spirit. And when I said yes to that spirit and asked forgiveness of my life, of my wrongdoings, of the way I was living. There came that peace and happiness. That joy began to bubble. That fountain began to overflow. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful to know that we serve a God that is willing and is able, not only willing, but able and will. But he forces nothing upon us. Nothing is forced. It's with an individual's choice. That's why we have that choice today in serving him. And we as Christians know the outcome. We know, the, as I've said before, we've read the last chapter. We know where we're going when, when our life is over. When our life is through, we're going to be with him forever. Touch the throne that we're talked about. Walk the streets that we sing about. Sing the songs of won't it be wonderful there when we all get to heaven. We just continued on and on of all the blessings. But the main blessing is to know, to know that the sin has been forgiven. My sin is gone, never to return. It's gone. He's forgave me. What about those things you used to do? He forgave me. What about the, he forgave me. Don't even go there. He forgave me. I guess I am such a, I don't know, talker. I don't mean to be, I'm not saying a liar or, or, or uh, blow things out of proportion or anything, but someone said the other day, this guy was telling me, and maybe I shouldn't even tell this, but this guy was telling me, he said, I seen a guy that knowed you the other day. Well, imagine that. I can't imagine somebody know me. He said, I seen a guy that knowed you the other day, and he said, I tried to tell him a story about you, and he said, he stopped me right there. He said, if he told you, I don't even want to hear it. Now, where did that put me? Did, that, did I leave an impression with that man that I've lied to him? Well, hope not. But he said, if Medley said that, don't even go there. And he laughed, and he said, yeah, go ahead and tell me the story. But friends, we know, and I'm not patting myself on the back, but we're known through our love. We're known through our, through our Christian life, through our daily walk in life. It's, it's, it's why it's so important for us to live that life daily, not just on Sunday morning. And I'm not, I'm not scolding you. I believe you live it daily. But there's people that sometimes that look at people and see their reaction, see what they do. And they still feel like there may be something not just exactly right. Yes, we're going to make mistakes. We make them. 
I probably made some this week, maybe this morning. I don't know. Wife will tell me if I did. But God is so wonderful. But remember what the disciples said. We can't take the blame for some of our children's reactions. We must not take the blame. You tried to raise them the best you knew, you knew how and, and continue to believe that. Continue on. But we must continue to have that prayer for them, for our companion, for our household, for our community. God expects us to live a holy life, to live a life that is pleasing unto him. Even though, as I've already said, we do make mistakes. But is, aren't, aren't we glad that we got a forgiving God that can forgive us of our shortcomings, of what we do, how mistakes we made? I guess a person that talks a lot, like myself, uh, are are yeah, subject to have made more mistakes than others because... Uh, uh, I have been told when mouse in motion, my brain's not engaged sometimes. And I want to forget that, you know. But, but, but we do make mistakes. But who sinned? But in that verse of Scripture says, neither did his folks nor him. Neither. He was born that way. Now, don't think that I'm contradicted when I say that when people use the word, they were born that way. I'm talking about sometimes and different things. Blindness was born. We've seen people born without arms or without legs. I understand that. They are. That doesn't make who sin. What I'm saying is there's things in this world that people's trying to blame God with that was born that way that we know good and well. Uh, or we think that that, that that didn't happen. And maybe, maybe so. Maybe you don't agree with that this morning. I, I don't know. But I, I have problems with believing everything. Uh, uh, you know, as I said in work, we had, a, we had deals that if you didn't get your packages due to the weather or something, it's an act of God. Poor God got a lot of blame on him that he didn't deserve, not just through that, but there's people tries to find that excuse. But, friends, there is no excuse. God is able to save that very lost soul, and he will save that soul, and he will give them complete deliverance. God is good all the time. Father, we thank you this morning for your blessings of life. We thank you for your word, Lord, that you have given to us to read to these people today. Lord, help us to learn today, Lord, that there is sin in this world. Lord, there is people that is hurting today that needs a touch. Lord, that needs that spirit we're talking about this morning, Lord, just to saturate their heart uh, to their lives and change their mind of thought. Uh, Lord, to give them that deliverance uh, of uncomfortableness of living in a world of sin. Giving them that peace of mind that they need in their lives to understand, uh, Lord, that there is better things uh, than things that the world can offer the world can never offer what we're going to receive whenever it comes that time to be with you in heaven. There's no way that any comparison can ever be made. Lord, we know that there's things in life that, that looks good to uh, the people of the world and looks uh, wondering if there is uh, peace and happiness. But yes, they are peace and happiness, and that is through you, 
uh, your, the Father which is in heaven, uh, coming through Jesus Christ to find you as their personal Savior, to give them complete deliverance over the sin, can give them complete deliverance over the things of this world, uh, help them to be an overcomer, Lord, the sinners that lives in our community and around about us. We pray, God, that we would show, the light would so shine through us that they can see uh, that there is uh, a greater, a greater, a greater way uh, to live than to live in this world of sin. We pray, God, that you would touch their hearts. Help them. Lord, we ask you to bless our families here today. Those are families, Lord, that are here today that they're praying for families. We ask you, God, just to continue to bless them. Move. Your will be done in all of our prayers. And we'll give your name the praise in Jesus' name. Amen.